again for another Thursday. You guys know I am jazz, like the music, and I am so thankful and grateful for y'all tuning in again. And so, you guys know that this season, I'm continuing on with the spring shoutouts, and y'all... Y'all been really talking about this Surviving Sisterhood episode. And so, I just, mm, I feel like I had to get into it. But, I couldn't do it by myself again. I just needed a guess. And so, this episode is really, really special. But before I even allow her to introduce herself, I will let you guys know, y'all can support my podcast anytime because I am available on all streaming platforms. So wherever you listen to your favorite platforms at, I'm there. Whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, any random thing you name, Mother Moments. That's M-U-V-A Moments is there. And you guys know, I believe that there's no such thing as a stranger. So I'm available on Instagram as well at L-I-L dot M-U-V-A. That's Lil' Mother. And so... Y'all know I can rap on and on about myself, so I'm going to just get straight into this sisterhood episode because I feel like hearing it from a different perspective is really just going to touch base. I feel like it's really going to get into the nitty gritty that we need, okay? And so, can we all just take a second to sip our wine for one of my good friends? I love the sip. <laughs> My girl, Britt. Britt, I need you to just break down this Surviving Sisterhood episode, but I'm just going to allow you to introduce yourself first, okay? Okay. <clears throat> Do I go? I'm going. Here I am, guys. I'm here. I'm going. I've gone. <laughs> <laughs> So, if you didn't listen to the first Sisterhood episode, I'm pretty sure she's going to put that in the show notes. She's really good about that. I'm Britt. <laughs> My friends call me Britt. Some people call me Mac Daddy, but we haven't gotten into that episode yet. <laughs> I've got some things, as we've discussed, I'm going to say, are in the works. <laughs> like a blog. A podcast. I'm thinking about calling it the Bipolar Gemini. So go ahead to Lil Dot Mother's Instagram because she's got a question for you. AKA, I've got one, but she's gonna ask it because she's got way more followers than me. Just asking for a friend. <laughs> My friend wanted to know. <laughs> I'm the friend, guys. <laughs> but so no, really answer though. Um, but yeah, I'm just here to talk about sisterhood with her while I also sip wine as I've, I've sipped a lot of her wine. <laughs> Sorry. And we're here. <laughs> We've gone. We, we're here. We have arrived. <laughs> so 
let's talk about the first thing I ever talked about on the episode. Not okay. the first thing, but one of the most like crucial things to me. And I mentioned it before on one of my previous episodes with Hill In and Hill Out with Madam JoJo. And y'all know I always have to bring it up. The friendship ladder. Mm. Mm-hmm. The sibling ladder or the family or the relationship ladder. How would you rate it? How would you rate the levels? You know how I personally feel. So how do you personally feel about that letter? Get into it, girl. I feel like, like I said, it's like levels to this shit. And like we talked about, I don't know if this is deflecting, but like we talked about, like I feel like I've gotten to a point where I've just taken the ladder down for everyone. Where, like, no one's climbing up, down. Like, I'm not trying to climb up, down and get mm-hmm. to see you. There's not any levels. Like, I am literally just in my room minding my fucking business. Mm-hmm. Because it's gotten hard trying to navigate, like you said, the sibling ladder. Because there's a job ladder, that relationship ladder. My knees are weak. I do not have Megan Thee Stallion knees to be climbing up and down these ladders. <laughs> I really don't. But here's the thing. I don't want to seem like a bitter female. Like, I'm not open to sisterhood. Like, I'm, like, just closed off. And I'm like, nope, I don't want to be anybody's friend. Because it's not true. Because, like, I'm friends with you. It's self-care. It's self-care. But it's really, like, I'm just kind of protecting myself right now. Because, like, as we know, you meet some friends and they be on bullshit. What's so crazy is, like, (laughs) you guys will hear in my next episode featuring Dallas. We were talking about how it's a point of view kind of thing. How sometimes you, what's a no for you, which is a good thing. It's horrible for somebody else, mm-hmm. but it's still self-care. It's still it's still good for you, though. So which one wins out? Exactly. The fact that they don't like it or the fact that it's helpful to you? But say, for instance, a friend invites you up to a party. Okay. And if you don't want to go. You're feeling good. And they're like, dang, let me go ask for somebody else. So they ask somebody else, they go out, cool, whatever. So say, for instance, you end up saying yes. Okay. You go out. You have a horrible night. You don't feel like going out. The whole night is ruined. It's well, like a self-care honest, game. I didn't want to go in the first place. And if I would have taken care of myself in the first place, everybody could have had a different night. I could have had a good night at home. And she could have had a good night with somebody. She, I don't know. Somebody she met at the bar or somebody else she invited. Versus, okay, I didn't want to go. So now I'm a little resentful because I feel like I'm forced into this sisterhood. Mm. I'm forced to go mm. out with you so that the sisterhood can survive. But I'm giving up pieces of myself. True sisterhood is... Giving that force, giving that that uh, that space to be yourself without having to give up the pieces. That's what a true friend is, which is why people like us. I feel like I don't want to speak for you. There are instances where I treat my friends so much like family because they're family that have not been well to me. But my friends, I'm like, listen, we choosing each other here. You know, if you don't want to go, just say you don't want to go because I'm going to love you regardless. Don't come because you feel like you have to and ruin my night because it's going to piss me off. So, like, <laughs> with the... Ooh, oh, my God, you made two good points. I have to get into it. I got to remember the first word. <laughs> but the first one, where you talking about everybody being a ladder. Mm-hmm. I love that because you just broke it down, and I don't know if you realize you broke it down because you said it's kind of like a blurred line. Mm-hmm. So you kind of, I don't want to say like treat everybody the same, but you do. You're going to have your boundaries with everybody, your limits. And it's like, if I say no, that means no. Even if you're family. Even it if takes a lot of energy to try to specifically for each person, try to set a, 
a very specific boundary. You know what? No, like for, we were talking about. No, no matter what job I work, I don't work Mondays. It's not. It don't. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what the job is because that's my self care day. So no matter what job it is, and if you can't give me Monday, I don't want to work here because I don't work Mondays. Oh my God! So you haven't heard the episode yet, but Britt is a. She loves my podcast and she's like I'm obsessed (laughs) so it's getting creepy (laughs) y'all like it's amazing (laughs) like okay last episode with uh Madam Joe we were definitely talking about this and everything like that and we had basically got into so many different things it's almost ridiculous that's how we be And so we were talking about basically like being able to stand in your truth. Mm-hmm. So listen to this, you're gonna be mind blown. So with the latter, she was saying how family comes first. And I was like, you know, you know why? And she was just saying, like, because family see you from birth and they see you throughout the change and everything like that and they still accept you. And so I was like, nobody has ever said that. And I was shocked because she ended up saying like and then I was like, you know what? Now that you said that to me, I feel like, you know, it's kind of self-care because you said in your truth. Say, for instance, your mom knows you since you were two. Mm-hmm. No, since 12. Mm-hmm. But you're 30. She's still going to think of 12-year-old you. But to stand up and be like, that's not me. Mm-hmm. And to not form yourself into that person who she think you are, it's kind of self-care. Mm-hmm. So with jobs, even you know I'm a victim of this. I'll form myself into a job sometimes and the lines become blurred and so I love the fact that you were like no Mm -mm." and I'm still learning that it's the boundaries to know because that's more self-care than anything Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like so and like like I said you guys I am obsessed with her so Maybe even without her permission, I might just pop up on a podcast. Like, I literally might just know she's recording and be like, oh, yeah, I left my Bobby Penny in your bathroom. I dropped by to get it. Oh, you're recording? Let me hop on. She's a recurring guest. Uh, <laughs> you guys will see. But I, I don't want y'all to think I'm just the defensive or argumentative. But there's a little part of me that disagrees because that's why I said I put down the ladders all together because the... The levels, like I said, it's levels to it and all this is too much. You know what, everybody, no, 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 do it at all. Because here's the thing, what you just quoted when you were doing the um, one that you guys are later going to hear when she posted up with Madam Joe, you know, family comes first because no matter what, they accept you. But what about the instance where your family has shunned you? Mm. Where do you put family then? Do you still put them first or do you put your friends first? Do you put your sisterhood first? Get into it. Because family isn't accepting you. And that's a valid reason to put family first, right? Here's the thing. I still put my family first. But guess what? My family is my are my sisters. Mm. So when I think... So, that's why my, my friends, you know... And especially becoming adopted. Blood means nothing to me. I'm an adopted what, girl. So, so you can be about, my sister as much as Jazz can be. What, my other Jazz. One thing about Brit, Yeah, she has a sister named Jazz as well. Jasmine. So one thing about Brit that people don't know... And she's so open about talking about is she used to be a Jehovah Witness. And it's so important. That's why I really wanted her on this sisterhood episode. Because sisterhood is a bond. Sisterhood is like way more than what people think it is. (music) 
and even with sisterhood i want to talk about just like connections family everything and Britt is amazing to talk about because of the fact she's been through so much being shunned you know so get into it girl get into it so i'm actually not gonna get into it because when i say this is content for y'all girl i'm gonna come back and i'm going to annoy little mother i don't call her that i'm gonna start calling her that like I don't know, like, when I'm annoyed with her. Like, how your mama call you by your whole name, you know? I'm like, little mother, did you really just do that? Like, really? She don't know. I just call her Jazz. But, like, y'all gonna see that Jazz is gonna probably have another episode dedicated. Because this isn't what this one is for. This one is for the sisterhood. But I will leave a little known fact, which is kind of funny because I just thought about it now. Mm-hmm. So, as a Jehovah Witness um, in the congregation, do you know what you're called? What? Your last name is Sister. So, I was Sister McClendon. And this is about sisterhood. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, when, when, and then when you think about it, though, I also had seven sisters. So, like, so, the word Stop. sister, like, means a lot of things to me. So, it's actually really funny that I out of all the that. episodes that you have, yeah, so, like, my mom was Sister McClendon. My sister Jasmine is Sister McClendon. My sister Alice is Sister McClendon. I am Sister McClendon. To so everyone. Like, to everyone, because, like, you would be, like, say, so, and here's the thing, all of the men are brothers. So, I would walk into the hall, which is where, like, the church of Joe Witnesses, and I would be like, um, oh, hey, Brother Alderson. Hey, Brother Smith. And they were like, well, hey, how are you doing, Sister McClendon? So it's like this episode wow. is about sisterhood. And I grew up for so long with sister meaning that and sister meaning my actual adopted sisters. But now sisters mean little mother to me. Sisters mean Selena. Sisters mean Stacy. Along with the sisters that I talk to. But all of my sisters don't talk to me because I'm, some of them I still draw witnesses and I shunned. Which wow. is why sisters don't necessarily mean family me mm, that's amazing this I, is why i'm like you my sister but you're not family but to me you family because sisters and family go together but they don't mean what it it means to other people that is why i'm that's kind of like family don't I, always accept you my that's kind of how i am about my ladder because friends always came first because mm-hmm. these are people i chose we don't have any obligations mm-hmm. no I don't benefits. have to be like blood is thicker than whatever Nothing. whatever the fucking saying is i don't have to deal with you just Can because it's Absolutely. You can say whatever you want. It's you know, like, blood is thick in the water, blah, blah, blah. Like, let's get into the science of things. We can do some science experiments. There's a lot of things that are thicker than things you didn't think they would be thicker than. You uh, know, but all I know is that me, you, me and Jazz are already thicker than thieves. Have you ever no. seen oatmeal? Uh, Love me some oatmeal. Oatmeal is thick. <laughs> two okay, two I wish I was thick. That sh- Can you take that out? Maybe leave it in. Maybe they'll think it's fine. I'm not thick yet. Maybe somebody will comment and say, you know what? This is how you get thick. And they'll give me some tips for squatting. Hopefully it's like a three-step tip because I hate those 12 No, steps. a one-step. We talked about that. I'm lazy. A one-step oh. tip to get in thick. Comment on, on her Instagram. Please let us know. And like, don't say no no stupid nothing. Don't just say one squat a day. Like, that's going to take about One squat a day keeps years. the flat away. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, can we can we get one that's like a little accelerated, please? <laughs> I can't ride a bike, so don't say nothing. And that's another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, um, do you feel like there's, like, a certain age limit to, like, sisterhood? Like, do you feel, or even friendship, just in general, do you feel like, okay, so this person's 20. There's no way we can, like, link up and be friends. Or this person's 40. There's no way we can be friends. Like, how do you feel about that? Um, This might be controversial. This is why I'm scared to have a podcast, because I feel like I get canned. Girl, do your thing. But I really dislike being the youngest. I mean, being the oldest in the room. 
mm-hmm. when it comes to making friends I really don't make a lot of younger friends than me because I don't like to feel like I'm not learning something I'm very much like even even like this is weird to say but like even to the point where it's sexually turned on like education knowledge is power like I love learning that is like one way to get me I don't I don't like to feel like I'm always teaching someone even though I do enjoy it like I love mentoring letting people know like let me put you on to this but for the most part where I'm most happy is when I'm like OMG I never knew this until so-and-so told me that and he'd be telling me this or she'd be put you know she be she showed me how to crochet you know that's what I love and so when it comes to making friends and having an age limit I don't because also I have learned things from four-year-olds that I I use in daily life where it's like sometimes you just got to be okay with getting some food and being able to take a nap and that's just sometimes the recipe for a good day no matter what else happens sometimes that's enough because <laughs> what else really does matter and really yeah I'm fed I'm clothed I got that somewhere to sleep that and that's what they, and sometimes I learn that so when it comes to the age no I don't feel like that but I do prefer to be around Older. older more and because just because you older don't mean you smarter necessarily but I do enjoy forming bonds with people who have lived life much longer than I have mm-hmm. once I realize that living life really does sometimes in itself no matter how it goes it teaches you things and sometimes I get to learn shit before I have to go through it what's so crazy is if you would have met me two years ago I would have disagreed with you I would have said really and you know this kind of, sort of, because you know how I am. I would have been like, you, I like people, I categorize people. Mm-hmm. So, this would be my turn-up friend, this would be my... Um, the sisterhood I'm, is divided, but not in a negative way. Yeah, like, ca- super categorized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, and and you even know, even with homeboys, I do this. Like, I'll try to block out certain stuff I don't like, and I just focus on the stuff I like, mm-hmm. and I just deal with just that okay i'd be like okay this is just this friend for this kind of thing instead of this these mm-hmm. things and it's like now as i'm growing i'm learning i'm literally realizing that i'd rather be around people who really been i benefit from too because people benefit from me so much in life mm-hmm. that it's almost like <clears throat> i'm a candle i'm not a match mm-hmm. a match burn out quick a candle it can stay lit, and mm-hmm. I can wick the wick, and I can burn another candle. But the good thing about you also being a candle is, like, all of these beneficial things, but also pleasant. And that's what's important about sisterhood. Like, I can go to a conference, and I can meet this person that really is going to level me up. But if she's not really pleasant for me, or maybe just my cup of tea, she doesn't even have to be a bad person. She's not my cup of tea, but she's going to do all these great things for me. I have to decide, is that what I want as a sister? Do I want to kind of be a sister or a leader? You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. you can meet these people, like you said, I'm beneficial. And think about how many people you've met that probably have only thought about how beneficial you were, but not whether they actually could be beneficial to you you and that's where the sisterhood comes from when you look at your friend and you like we really be putting each other on we really be healing each other we really water each other we take from each other that's where the sisterhood is different from the acquaintances the employers the you know random person you met in the bathroom at Reagan's place like you really got to go through trials and errors mm-hmm. and that was one of my biggest mistakes in life I didn't go through trials and errors with friends immediately once we connect once you make me smile laugh you're a friend the first episode, like it, like I said, if you haven't watched it, she's going to put it in the show notes. But the first episode that you talked about, sister, you talked about 
even being sisters with people you meet at the club. Yeah. And I want to disagree because I've met some fucking weird ass bitches. In that bag <laughs> yeah. First of all, I feel like I'm a little bit of the weird bitch for being at Reagan's place in the first place. But I'm obsessed with Britney Spears and the Backstreet Boys. So you know what? Fight me. <laughs> Um, so it's I'm Britney there. And yeah, okay, it's Britney, bitch. I mean, dun, 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 dun. okay, in the strobe lights, okay, I'd be lit as fuck. I drink tequila. Again, fight me. With me. There have been many times I've met close friends in that bathroom, and then I've met people that I'm like, I think she stole my motherfucking ID. <laughs> like, not even anything out of my wallet, but my ID. Because I'm so, sometimes you can be so focused on making sure you're like, I'm for women, I'm part of the sisterhood, that oh. you don't go through that trial and error like you said. And you meet some people that because you're like, oh, we're sisters, we're there, I'm there for you, you haven't really been like, this person's not good for me, whether they're, you know, a woman there. But you also have to tote that line because you don't, again, want to be bitter. You want to give people the chance. You want to give that empowerment. Yeah. And I'm so glad she said that because there's another thing to even branch on that. <clears throat> she was basically saying that how we look at women and we're more vulnerable with them automatically. Mm-hmm. Even though they could have ill intentions with us, we never know. So think about the times where you look at men and you automatically feel, oh, I need to be on guard and everything mm-hmm. like that. You're not like that with women all mm-hmm. the time. And it's like, not that I'm saying we need to be against each other. At all. That is, I want no one to take mm-hmm. that from this at all. It's just like, we want us to be for each other, but at the same time, in an well. ideal world. Mm-hmm. Be realistic. Grow you got to be so realistic. People really are backstabbing. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Deceitful. It is not. It doesn't matter what's in your pants. Even the trials and errors that I've been through, even in this year, and it's, it's just April. It's about to mm-hmm. be May. With sisterhood, it's been a struggle to find genuine mm-hmm. good bonds where I can just be me and not have to worry and look over my shoulder. It's hard. I don't know one woman, and this is sad, just like with things like sexual assault, things like that. I don't know one woman that doesn't have an instance where she really trusted a woman, sometimes simply based off that they were a woman and, she, and they broke their heart. But only when I, oh, I want to reiterate this because people will take things in wrong with it. We are not saying like, oh, we're being like, no, it's just, that's what makes sisterhood so valuable because it is rare is what we're trying to say. Mm. Is that it is not something you can just find because you have a vagina. No, like true, genuine friends are very hard to find these days. And that's why the sisterhood is like, man, like, I really do fuck with you. Like, I really, like, I really do feel like you have my back and I can have yours. Exactly. You don't feel that way with everybody. It's so hard. It's like, even with me, like, I am the most social person in the world. I feel like I cannot meet a stranger. But when it comes to genuine friendships, girl, uh (laughs) (laughs) that's why Britt laughed she knows (laughs) we like let me I'm gonna just sip to that one (laughs) let me pour it up a little bit yeah because friendships are very hard to find I'm not even going to lie to you and it's just a trial and error of it and Mm -hmm. the next question is just like when do you know when to end it when they got you fucked up (laughs) <laughs> is it the first time the, the second thing. time but that's when I know a sisterhood is good because even in my self care journey I've had to learn my own boundaries like when does someone have me fucked up 
When do they really have me fucked up and when I'm exaggerating? It's a difference between mm-hmm. when a dude have you fucked up and oh, yeah. when a girl do. So that's why I'm like, or when it's a much, friend do. It's much easier for me to be like, nigga, you got me fucked up with a dude. Which is actually why, again, sisterhood is scary. Because like you said, it's so easy to go to the club and be like, oh, we in the bathroom, ask me for a tampon or whatever. Or this girl's crying about a boyfriend to connect. It's so easy to do that, but you got to reevaluate, okay? Because here's the thing also, a friend deciding not to be your sister doesn't mean they're bad. Mm. They may realize I wouldn't fit into that family, and I—that's mm. the beauty about sisterhood. Is that I get to choose this family, so I'm going to choose not to be there because I'm not going to disrupt that, and I don't want to put myself again self care. So sometimes that's... I might meet you, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, but I don't—I don't need to carry this home because like." But the were... girl next to you, I'm—I'm I'm like, I need her Instagram. I need—I need all her things. I need her phone number, her Instagram. We need to be friends. We need to go to the bookstore. We need to go to Five Below. We need to be doing things now. I need her to know my middle name. So we're just cool for the moment. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean we have to be cool for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make someone bad. doesn't make you bad. Because even when I would be extroverted, I might be like, oh, I don't know if that person likes me. It's okay mm-hmm. if they don't. It's okay if they don't. That's why you have your sister. Because you can go back home and be like, I don't think I was, that was really my vibe. But I got y'all. <laughs> so do you give, like, chances when it comes to friendships? Yeah. I give a lot more chances when it comes to friendships than I do when it comes to sexual relationships with me, and I know that for sure. But it has also put me in bad spots. Why? Like, I've given too many. Oh, too many chances I've given way too many because I'm just, we talked about this, other justifying everything because I want to be understanding because I'm a woman and I, I, I'm like, oh, well, I know what it's like to have that. I know what it's like to have that. But then I'm like, that's funny because she never seems to be having that same conversation with herself about me. Mm. you know when I need it not an excuse but a reason like where for example my sister Jasmine my actual sister Jasmine and people have oh we're adopted but that's my blood more than anything I let it grow mm-hmm. I can do anything mm-hmm. <laughs> I can I can hang up on her missus because I don't want to talk to her no more because I literally am too high and she'll call me the next day and be like so yesterday when I was at work like it didn't happen <laughs> I'm I'm not like that with everyone, but when I think of sisterhood, it's in the matter of I don't necessarily need chances with you. I'm just being myself. She know I'm raggedy sometimes because she going to be raggedy. And if I feel like I can't be that with you, you might just be an acquaintance. It might not be a bad thing. Mm -hmm. But if I got to kind of be on tippy toes with you, like, for example, you say, you know, I'd much rather uh, talk on the phone. I I hate talking on the phone. That don't mean you can't be my sister because I know that's something where I'm like, voice recording. When I tell you, we send audio messages <laughs> throughout the day. and it. But the one thing about it, we understand we don't talk every day. So we'll send an audio message and we'll respond back three days later. Like, <laughs> oh my God, girl, what? And I'm just like, you know what? I'm Same energy. I'm listening to this. <laughs> Same energy. Yeah, girl, like I said, uh, I three believe. days ago at 435. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes. Huh? <laughs> And I'm like, I listen to that this morning. As I'm re-listening to it, make sure mm-hmm. I get the same energy. <laughs> but that's what it's like, though. It's, it's, it's understanding. I think it's just being understanding and comfortable and being you. I seen this meme on Instagram. It was saying, it was talking about relationships. But everything about relationships, I always turn about their friendships. Because mm-hmm. it's the same thing without the sex. That's just what it is. I don't know why people don't think that friendships are relationships. Like, the definition of them obviously that's a like a category of a that's a form thank you of relationship it's a bond like you really have to work towards you and your teacher that's a 
that's an academic relationship. relationship. You and your boss, that's a professional relationship. relationship. <laughs> you can have relationships with your friends. You oh. should treat them as such. They're not just people in your life. They are relationships you should cater to. I hope everybody's taking notes that relationships does not mean you have to have sex. Relationships I don't know is where that got blurred. I really don't. See, I don't look, know what year that happened. I think we all need glasses. Like language, everything is, logistically. Everything is blurred now. We all need glasses. And you know, my blind ass, I got an astigmatism. I wear contacts. I, I got to get my glasses shaved down because then my glasses are going to be real thick. Y'all can't see me, but I'm making like a thing so she can see how thick <laughs> like, my glasses would be if I don't pay like hundreds of thousands. Not hundreds, see, but... I think like, we, actually to get them shaved down. I think we all need thin glasses because we all got these blurred lines right now. Mm-hmm. Not even going to lie to you because I'm like, where did this all begin at? But I will say, do you feel like there's like certain like deal breakers when it comes to friends? Because mm-hmm. I know like I got to If few... you steal from me, I want you to fucking get hit by lightning. <laughs> if you're my friend and we're to the point where we're friends, mm-hmm. like you're at my house, I'm cooking my house and my fucking playstation is missing a cord my fucking uh candles are gone like little sh- even little shit that's a deal breaker there is no talking me through that one even my shampoo like don't do yeah, even little i don't care what it is i don't care what it is if you still for me that's a no-go so um as my mother would say her favorite saying is that two things in this world i cannot stand it's a liar and a thief those are my two things that I actually judge every relationship in. Those are deal breakers for me in that any relationship. I don't care if you're my professor, my academic. If you said that shit was due on Thursday and now it's due on Wednesday, I don't care what the fuck you say. I'm going to submit it. I don't care. The two things in this world I cannot stand is a liar and a thief. They go hand to hand. Other than that, if you lie, you will, th- you will be a thief. That, that was my mama's thing. She said, she said, if you lie to me, you'll steal from me. You'll steal from me, you'll lie to me. Exactly. Because they go hand to hand. I they don't, go hand to hand. I really can't see the difference between the two. There, there's not one. Because like you say, you do one, you do the other. And I don't care if that's, I don't care when, honestly, I don't want to say I don't care what nobody thinks. I don't want to be that person. But that is something that I'm very adamant about. So when it comes to, like, because I just said, I give friends chances. You do some foul shit to me, I can look at the situation. But most of the time, I'm looking at the principal. That's when I when when I look at the principal. If it involves one of the two that you were dishonest in some form of way, that's probably not another chance. If you were sad and you made a bad choice, if you were broke, and I don't mean stealing from me, but you were broke, so you. You you ended up doing this weird kind of judgmental ass thing. I'm not gonna judge you. You can still be my friend. I ain't gonna judge you for that, baby. We might need to talk about it. We might have to get you into therapy. But I ain't gonna judge. We ain't gonna stop being friends. Like I'm here for you. Um, if you feel like you know every you're all always sad all the time, I'm here for you. You're happy all the time. You're going through something. I'm here for you. But those are the really when it comes to deal breakers with my friends. Do not fucking lie to me. Don't steal from me. That's how I feel. Like when it comes, like it's a judgment free zone with mm-hmm. me. You can tell you can me you've do done shit everything under under the, the sun. sun, and I would not care. As my mother would say, every blue moon, you can tell me, yo, this is some really weird shit. I guarantee you, I will not bat an eye. And it be like that because you got to realize we are all human. Mm -hmm. We, if you haven't did it, somebody you know have done it. Vice versa. That's why I feel like it. What? What do we? What are we even trying to like, who impress even if even if you the first person to do this shit, I'm honored that you didn't told my stupid ass. Exactly. I'm the first person you didn't told. There's gonna be a next. We all yelling out the balcony nowadays, so I'm sorry, y'all. That's an insider. 
<laughs> we're right. In some form, though, we all yelling off somebody's balcony we, in some way. We are. Maybe you in a rooftop. You but that's know? why you need your sisters to be like, get your ass off of that motherfucking balcony. <laughs> Maybe gotta grab you by the hair and, get your, and then pinch your you lips. Gotta, like, put they you gotta clench your back. teeth. Mm-hmm. Gonna get you because, you know, when you yell off a balcony, you gotta project your voice. Mm-hmm. You Not gotta, if you allow a bitch like me. It's just projectile already. You know what? My whisper is what people call like regular, normal voice. But like it would, I felt like you know when you really have a intention <laughs> <laughs> behind your words, <laughs> it start to project. I'll never forget. I was in eighth grade. I studied for like two months to remember a whole book. And the reason I got disqualified, and she said you would have won first place, the regional speech. <laughs> you went. One second over the allowed time. If I wouldn't have took that deep breath, I would have won the contest. <laughs> I'd like, so you want me to hold my breath? My mom was so mad. <laughs> she just said, she said, why would you even tell us that? I why played. would you just let us lose? Why would you tell us that we only lost by point one second, bro? Like It's just, it's kind of petty. Because I remember this person was telling me, like, it's like when you want to buy some shoes, you walk into the store, and then they be like, "Oh, that person who just who just walked out, that beep beep, that was them." First of all, that was not me. And my black ass be like, "Don't y'all start, don't y'all start." Our machine is broken, so it's always gonna say beep beep. And so, so it's always gonna say beep beep. That's right. And you look back, and you your neck like, because you didn't you didn't stretch in the morning. And so, <laughs> you I was about to go over there and show you my stretches. They be terrible. They be terrible. So, I don't know if y'all have checked out her doing yoga. <laughs> Talk about, see, my thighs, you would think they sisters, but I don't think they met each other in a while. Because when I be trying to do the stuff that she does on her yoga, and she puts videos on her Instagram, Lil Dot Mother, I be like, I can't do that. Look at sister, go at it, because my body don't do that. She can. If you got a body, you can do yoga. <laughs> this is more like just like a abandoned shed, I think, with legs. <laughs> That's what you call it. <laughs> so, you guys know we will ramble on and on. <laughs> and so, I will definitely put Brit in the show notes so you can follow her. Please, please, please. Let her know about the podcast. I really want her to start it. So I just want to get you guys, you know, input. The bipolar Gemini. Like, really. So either right here on her Instagram or me on my Instagram. I don't even know my Instagram right now. So she put it in the... You do show it so notes. well, yes. She'll put it in the show notes. I love saying that. She'll put it in the show notes. Like, I just want to tell people that when they order a bar, when they order a bar, when they order a drink, I just be like, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll get to you when I can. <laughs> and so, you guys know, you can follow me on Instagram at L-I-L-M-U-V-A. And so thank you so much for listening. And y'all know, y'all will see Britt again. Yes, you will. Ew. On my podcast. And thank you for listening. And enjoy your day. <laughs>